Hey, good morning. Advance Happy Valentine's Day. Sino naka-red ngayon? Pakisabi sa mga naka-red, masyado kang excited. Next week pa ang Valentine's Day. Calm down. Next week pa naman. No, just joking. Just joking. Peace. Hey, we're in a series called The 40 Days of Love. Alright, so are you in love? And, and, and love is something that we need to become better at. We need to become expert lovers because love is the most important command. Do you agree with that? Jesus said the most important command he gets a lahat is loving the Lord, loving your neighbors, other people, and loving yourself. So if that's the most important command, we need to get better at it. We need to improve and become better lovers. Okay? I'm a lover not a fighter. All right. So, Michael Jackson, right? All right. Now, listen, we need to learn different love languages. You know, there's different love languages. Some people like to receive gifts, and that makes them feel loved. Pag nakatanggap sila ng gift, they felt appreciated and valuable. Other people like to have service done for them. No? Kung meron maglalabas sa kanila, magluluto sa kanila, and do all of the acts of service, they feel loved. They feel special. Other people like to uh, hear the words, I love you. Hindi sapat sa kanila yung 143. No, no. They want to hear the words, I love you. You're special to me. And when they hear the words of affirmation, they feel the love coming through. And other people like to... What was my other one? I lost one. Okay, you got touch, uh, words, service, gifts. Time, quality time. Almost forgot. That's my wife's love language. I better not forget it. <laughs> I have to become fluent at giving her quality time. The, 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 the time where my attention is on her, my focus is on her, being a, a, an attentive listener. Do you understand? So we need to learn other people's love language. You don't become fluent just at your own language, at your own style of loving. We need to become better at giving people love in the way they can receive it. They, they can understand it. And today, I want to talk to you about physical touch. <laughs> Everybody say touch. Just touch somebody near you. You know, just touch. Physical touch is probably the most tricky, the most sensitive, the most delicate among all of the five love languages. Very sensitive issue when it comes to touch. Because, think about it. We have five love languages, but we also have five senses. Do you know the five senses, right? Who can tell me one of the five senses? Sight, hearing, smelling, tasting, and touch. Now, the first four are all very localized. Sight, you can only see with your eyes. Okay? Hearing only with your ear. You cannot hear with your left foot. Right? 
You can only hear here in this place. This is the location where hearing is received. You cannot smell with your elbow, right? You can only smell with your nose. You only can taste food. Your, your hands don't really taste. Your mouth can. T- so all of the senses, the four of our senses, are limited to a specific single location. But when it comes to touch, it's all over our whole body. From head to foot. Just touch your head. You feel that? Feel that? May buhok ba? Wala. Yeah, meron. How about touch your leg? Do you feel that? All over our body, we have millions of sensors. And we can feel the touch all over our body. So it's unique among all of the five senses. Do you understand that? And it's very important because God created our body for touch. Our body is for touch. In fact, you cannot survive without touch. You'll die. There was a study done in isang orphanage na kung saan understaffed yung orphanage. And they were able to provide the food for the babies the the tama naman yung room temperature and the health and the medicine everything was there the baby was healthy but they did not have enough staff for these abandoned children they did not have enough people to hold them to touch them when they cried they were just left alone and the children ate properly and slept properly but they eventually shriveled up and died the babies did not survive because of a lack of touch. Not being touched is deadly. We are created for touch. Another study was done among the nurses who were uh, touchy. nurses, Mostly Filipino nurses probably. Because they touched their patients. So pag nagbibigay ng gamot or mga injections, they would touch the patient. They would squeeze their hand or squeeze their foot and the patients of the nurses who regularly touch their patients mas mabili sila gumaling and they went home from the hospital earlier than the patients whose nurses did not touch them basta nagbigay ng medicine and then no touch wow touch is so important for our lives and if you go to an international airport, you can see a lot of people touching. Bucket. They're kissing goodbye. You know, maybe they will, the OFW, at least for two years. Or people who are welcoming their loved ones back home. Nangi embrace sila. Paulit ulit kiss, embrace, bye bye, shake hands. Maraming touching happening sa mga airports. And sa funerals. When people are in sorrow and grieving, nawalaan sila ng loved one, then the friends and the family will touch them on the shoulder or embrace them to comfort. Makikita mo sa hospitals. In the hospital bed, they will touch the hand or, or hold the foot of the, of the person that has higa in sa hospital. And touch is so important because many people today live a busy life. It's a crowded society. Maraming tao. 
But some people live a life where they're just not touched very much. When was the last time you were touched? I don't mean someone bumped you like that. But you were touched deliberately, intentionally. When was the last time you had a hug? The Bible says, greet one another with a holy kiss. How many of you kissed one another this morning? Did you kiss anybody today? You know what PDA means? Public display of affection. How many of you do that with your husband or wife? H-H-W-W. Holding hands while walking. May pa swing, swing pa. You know, I, I, I'm not ashamed to touch my wife in public. I, I need that. And she needs that. We all need that. And if your love language, I don't know, sa inyo, if your love language is touch, you will feel loved when someone puts their arm around you. You will feel loved if they pat you on the back or give you a firm handshake, a hug. You know, There are many kinds of touch. Iba. Yung iba, pasaway naman yung iba. It's like, ng kukurot, ganon, poking, chancing, sa ilalim ng mesa, nagpo-footsies, footsies. Ginagawa nyo yan, ah. Oh, man. With Bambi, I, whenever I'm working sa computer, pag dumaan si Bambi sa, sa bahay, I will just do like that. I'll just, kunyari, wala akong pakialam. No? Then I'll, I'll just touch her. I just reach and, and just touch her. And she goes, hey, Or when we're driving in the car, kunyari, very subtle, very, very silent, I will reach over and touch her just a little bit, like that. And then she'll feel it. She'll, ikaw yun But see, I, I'm touchy. I grew up with four, four of us, kami makapatid, four brothers in our family, plus my dad. And so we grew up in a family that touches. And when we play together, we play rough. We play wrestling and football. And we play sometimes where most often somebody gets hurt. <laughs> when we play in, in, our, in our house, somebody, because we just express our love to each other in a more firm way. You know, I would say, hey, bro, you know, like that. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry. You know, the kind of touching we do is a bit more, uh, a, a bit more rough, manly, a bit more masculine than the, because we're all, we're all guys in the family. And so, you know, we, we, we like to play, even with our dad. We play, you know, wrestling, WWF, wrestling. WWF is Warden Worldwide Wrestling Warden. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. But then, that's how I grew up. Showing my affection. Showing my love. Hindi naman kami nag-aaway. Basta ganun kami. So today, somehow, yung instinct na nasa akin pa rin, yung to be rough. So when I see Bambi standing there at Sabahay with her thin, frail body. And I'm not, I'm not such a big guy, but 
Have you seen the size of my wife's arms? She's a small girl. And sometimes I just want to express my love for her like I used to express my love to my brothers. And so I see her and I just get a sudden urge to run and tackle her and slam her on the ground and wrestle her like a WWF thing. And I just want to show her my love. But everybody feels differently about touch. Everybody has a different desire to be touched, a different style. But point number one is this, that everybody, everybody needs to be loved. And everybody needs to be touched. Do you agree with that? Is there anybody here, you say, I don't need to be touched. Just don't touch me. Leave me alone. I believe everybody needs to be touched. Touch can make a relationship better. Just like communication can make your relationship better, touch can build relationship. Listen, it says in Romans chapter 12, verse 10, Be kindly affectionate to one to another with brotherly love. Titus chapter 2, verse 4, talking to the older women, says they should school the young women to be affectionate to their husbands and to their children. Colossians 3.19 Married men, be affectionate to your wives. Do not treat them harshly. Acts chapter 15, verse 33 Paalis na sila Paul The Apostle Paul, he was leaving on a long journey and after spending some time there, they received an affectionate farewell from the brethren. We all need affection. When you withhold affection and you don't touch people, you're withholding some love. But when you give touch and you give uh, affection, you're releasing love and reassurance and it can build a great relationship. Number two, it is God's will. Pakisabi kalaoban ng Dios. It is God's will that I give and receive physical affection. Touch is a God-given need. At dapat ma-fulfill yun in a God-given way. Jesus was a great example. Ng isang tao, isang lalaki na very affectionate. Jesus was a physical guy, hands-on. He was always touching people with his hands. Constantly touching people. It says in Matthew 8, verse 15, He touched her hand and the fever left her. Matthew 14, verse 36, the people begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak. And all who touched him were healed. Matthew 20, verse 34. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received sight and followed him. Jesus often would call the children to him. And the Bible says he put his hands on their head. 
and blessed them. Very hands-on, see Jesus. And Mark chapter 10, verse 16 says that He took the children and picked them up and took them into His arms. He held the children. He carried them. Wow. Jesus was a touchy man. Jesus was a physically affectionate person. He touched whatever needed to be touched. He even touched His apostles' feet. John chapter 13, He washed their feet and touched their feet. I can just imagine maybe there was even a little reflexology, a little massage. He touched people. And I believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God is still willing to touch people today. He touched blind eyes and they could see. He touched ears that were deaf and they could hear. And he touched even the ear of that, the man, the, the soldier that Peter cut his ear off. And Jesus touched his ear. Gumaling yung tenga niya. Wow! Thirty times at least I counted it's a Bible where Jesus touched someone out of compassion and healed them. Jesus touched people and people could touch Him. Ulitin ko, one more time. Jesus touched people and people could touch Him. And he's still, that's still true today. Jesus touched people physically. He touched people emotionally. Hebrews 4.15 says, We have not a high priest which cannot be touched. Hindi siya untouchable. Jesus is touchable. And two of my favorite stories in the Bible was when Jesus met a leper. Yung taong na may leprosy, ketong. And Jesus saw this man. Now, in those days, people who had leprosy could not be touched. Bawal. They could not be around a crowd of people. Bawal yan, kasi nakakahawa. Yung, yung skin nila, nakakadiri. People would not touch them. It was, it was unclean. People would move away from them. They would say, ooh, yuck, yuck, I don't want to be near you. Even this, this man's own mother, his own family, his loved ones would move away from him and never touch him. Imagine that. How many years goes by and not a single warm-blooded touch. Maybe he was touched by the dirt and by the wood, but he never had a handshake a hug, a kiss. He never had a pat on the back. No one would touch him for many years. And sabi niya kay Jesus, Jesus, if you're willing, you could heal me. That's amazing. He had faith. And Jesus could heal people. Do you agree? You know, Jesus could heal people. Many times He would speak to someone and He would say, Rise up and walk. Sa salita palang, Jesus could heal people. He didn't have to touch people. He didn't have to do anything. Minsan, Jesus healed people from a long distance away. Yung may sakit, nasa ibang bayan. And Jesus said, Go, I healed him. Imagine that. Hindi lang distance education, distance healing. Jesus did not have to touch people. 
He could have healed with his own words. But the Bible said that when this man said, if you're willing, you can heal me. You know what Jesus did? The Bible says, he reached out and touched the man. You make that on Jesus touched him. He didn't have to touch him. But Jesus touched him. And when he touched him, he said, I am willing. I'm very willing. Be healed. And the man was cured. Wow. Wow. Jesus touched the untouchable. And he healed those people that were so dirty. The second story that I remember was this woman who was sick with a, a, a bleeding issue for 12 years. Tuloy tuloy ang kanyang menstruation. Menstruation for 12 years, ladies. Yeah. Wow. And that's so kakahiya. It's dirty. It's unclean. And she had spent all her money on doctors, but no one could heal her. No one could st- solve her medical problem. And you know, Nalamanya, Jesus was passing through town. And she said to herself, Sinabinya sa sarilinya, if I could only touch, kayat yung damit lang niya, I will be healed. She had that faith. And it says, the, the, the verse is Luke chapter 8, verse 43 to 48. Coming up from behind, galing siya sa likod ni Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe. Immediately the bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Everyone denied it. But Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me. For I felt. He felt. Jesus said, I felt power, healing power, go out from me. Wow. This woman said, if I could touch Jesus... I would be healed. And no one saw, Jesus didn't see her, because galing siya sa likod, and she touched just the edge of his clothes, and she was healed from touching Jesus. And Jesus, here's the amazing thing Jesus felt that. He felt her touch. It wasn't a hard touch, it wasn't a long touch. It wasn't a, a, a super great touch. It was just a touch. Are you, get, are you catching this? It was just a simple touch. But Jesus felt that. How many people were touching Jesus? Maybe 20 people touching Him all at the same time. Touch, 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 touch. Sabini Peter, but who's touching you? All of us are touching you. There's a crowd around you. But Jesus said, no, somebody touched me. Na, and they meant it from the heart. They touched me with a deliberate touch. And I felt, the, I felt that touch. Friends, listen to me. Billions of people in this world. You are just one small person. 
I am just one small person among the billions of people. But God sees you. Out of all these people, God puts His attention on you. <laughs> he notices you. He, he's interested in you. Out of all the bi billions of prayers going around to the Lord every day, billions, but God hears you. His ears are listening to your prayers. He get padon. Out of all the billions of people, God feels you. He feels your touch. When you reach out from your heart deliberately, reach out and say, If I could touch Jesus, my life would be different. If I could touch Jesus, things would change for me. And Jesus feels that touch. He feels that initiative on your part. Imagine that. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 17 says, He entered into every detail of human life. Ibig sabihin, naranasan ni Jesus everything you experience. Whatever you felt good or bad, Jesus knows what you feel. He can relate with us. And Jesus is a touching God and He can be touched by you. Okay, now, we're going to have a commercial break so that we can uh, watch, watch the drama about touching. All right.
Wow. I've, I can feel. Do you feel me? <laughs> Have you heard you heard anybody say that? Do you feel me? Well, here's the thing. Jesus was the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus touched people. And people could touch Him. But where is Jesus now? How can Jesus touch me today? Well, number three, one of the ways, there may be more, but one of the ways I can be touched by Christ is to stay in close contact with His body. The body of Christ is on the earth today. Jesus Christ is bodily present on the earth today in San Fernando through His church, through His body. Don't you realize that the church, the family of God, is His body? We are members of Christ's body. And God, though He is a spirit, nagi interacts with the physical. And He touches us. And we can give and receive love to God and from God by touching His body. You might not physically touch the hand of God, but when you touch a brother in Christ, when you touch a sister in Christ, you're touching a part of His body. Because if Christ is in me, and I touch you, a bit of Christ, a portion of Christ, is contacting you in the physical. Does that make sense? Now listen, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 12, it says, No one has seen God at any time. That's true, right? No one has seen God. But if we love one another, God dwells in us. And His love, okay, His touch of love, is perfected in us. And it goes on to say, If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For if he does not love his brother whom he has seen, okay, if he has not touched his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And we have this commandment from him, that he who loves God should love his brother also. And touch is one of the love avenues, a love language. He who wants to touch God, just touch his brother. That's why I want our church to be an affectionate church. A church where you can touch Christ through touching the body of Christ. You know, give a hug. Give a pat on the back. Give a firm handshake. Give a sincere kiss to your wife. <laughs> Or to your husband. But don't, here's what I want. Don't say, what mong sabihin? Well, I'm not like that. Hindi ako touchy feely type. That's not my personality. What mong sabihin? That's just not me. Of course it's not you. It's him. You see? It's him inside of you. And there's people around who need a touch from God. And you're that part of Christ's body. And so, will you let God touch 
someone that needs to be touched, God will touch them through your hand. See, and there are people that Christ wants to touch and heal, but He needs your hands. He's not going to bring His hand from the cloud and and do it that way. He, He uses our hands. If we are His body, why are we not touching people? If we are His body, shouldn't we be connecting and touching and physically affectionate just like Jesus did? Shouldn't we be picking up children, embracing them? Shouldn't we be touching one another's feet and embracing and touching the sick and touching even the untouchable? I tell you, I touch a lot of dirty people when we go for missions every Sunday. When I come back from missions on Sunday afternoon, I am dirty. I'm wet, I'm dirty, I smell bad because I've been touching a lot of dirty people in dirty places. But you know what? That's the heart of the Lord because they won't stay dirty forever. God wants to clean them on the inside and the out. You know, God is going to touch people, but He needs you. Watch this video. If we are His body, what are we supposed to do? We are His body. Why isn't His hands healing?
are the body of Christ. We are the body. Why aren't his arms reaching? Why aren't his hands healing? Why aren't his words teaching? And if we are the body, why aren't Did you know that they can't touch God except through someone like you? His body is on earth today, and we need to be reaching. We need to be teaching. We need to be going. We need to be touching. Now, I want to go to this very serious and sensitive part. Sinabi ko kanina that among the five love languages, touch is probably the most tricky, the most sensitive and delicate, because not all touches are the same. I mean, this kind of touch, whoosh, that's a different kind of touch than this kind of touch. Oh, yeah. You know, there's different kinds of touch, right? And there's the gentle touch, which is an appropriate touch, a pleasing, pleasing to God touch. And then there's a, a harsh touch that's not appropriate that is not pleasing to God. Do, do you understand? Do you ever you know what I'm talking about? For example, if if you received kisses and hugs from someone you know and you love and someone you trust, that would be very good, a good feeling. But what if you received the same kisses and hugs from someone you don't know? you don't love and trust <laughs> wouldn't that give a totally different feeling to you wouldn't you be a bit worried <laughs> about what's happening well the thing is this when we get touched God created us this way when we get touched we get feelings inside isn't that right a touch can, can put a feeling inside of you and so there are we, there, there's good touches and bad touches. And number four is this. We need to be very careful. I must be very, okay? You need to emphasize, very careful about touching people, okay? Because there are good touches and there are bad touches. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There are some touches that, that heal, and they, they bring reassurance. They make you feel happy. A touch that makes you feel safe. The touch makes you feel loved, accepted. But there's also a kind of touch that's a bad touch. And that touch can damage you. That is a touch that hurts you. 
it makes you feel confused. It's a touch that makes you feel maybe forced or tricked. Feel like it was a manipulation. It's a kind of touch that makes you feel afraid, seduced. Makes you feel dirty, guilty, or uncomfortable. And so, what is a good touch for you? You see, Pimelion, have you ever been touched in a good way? How about this? Have you ever been touched in a bad way? I think we've all experienced good touches and bad touches. And here's the point. The person receiving the touch gets to decide if it's a good touch or a bad touch. I might like to play wrestling with Bambi. I might like to trip her, kick her, you know, and show my love. And for me, it's a good touch because I just, I love playing rough. But for her, it's not such a good touch. Do you understand? So it's not the person giving the touch who decides if it's good or bad. It's the one receiving the touch who decides. We need to be sensitive and be very careful about touching people because what you might think is good for you is abusive to someone else. Now, I'm going to show you these pictures. You look at the picture, and if you think it's a good touch, give a thumbs up. If you think it's a bad touch, give a thumbs down, okay? Now, what is that? Thumbs up or thumbs down? All right. All right. Bad touch. Okay, next. Uh Uh-oh. What's happening here? Battered wife. Next. Is that a good touch? Bad touch. What does this woman feel? Is she happy? Is she safe? Is she comfortable? Bad touch. Okay, next. Good touch, bad touch. Bully. Bully. Okay, next. Good touch, bad touch. Wow. Men, don't you, don't you ever, ever treat your wife like that. Listen, guys, men, men especially, because you've got a strong hand. Men, look at your hand. Every man in the house, look at your hand right now. The purpose of your hand is to give love, to protect, and to care, never to hurt. All right, next picture. Is that a good touch or a bad touch? Okay. Some of you said this. Some of you said this. Some like that. The question is, is it good for who? <laughs> you know, the, the, the boy on top's got a big smile on his face. He's having a great time. It's a good touch for him, but how about the other guy? <laughs> He's not smiling, is he? All right, next picture. Good touch, bad touch. Bad. Next. Good touch, bad touch. Bad touch. Why? Why is that the bad touch? It's a good kiss, right? Why is that a bad touch? Okay. Kapwang lalaki. Do we have to be... Guys, you have to be careful about who you kiss. Next picture. Good touch, bad touch. Okay. Okay. Why is that a bad touch? 
If I showed this video last uh, Thursday night at the Miss Gay concert, I, the contest, they would say that's a good touch. Okay? But does God uh, approve of homosexuality? No? Did God create Adam and Steve? It's Adam and Eve. Okay? Uh, could you answer that for me? Because I, I'm not busy right now. Okay, now next, next picture. Next picture. Good touch, bad touch. Bad touch. Next picture. Good touch, bad touch. All right. Could be a massage. Okay, maybe. Foot, that's a foot spa. Okay, next. Good touch, bad touch. Anybody have pressure at the office this week? A little stress? Good. Okay, next. Good touch, bad touch. Bad. Where's the good pictures? They're all bad. Okay, next picture. These are all that's a bad touch, okay? Okay, are there any good pictures or are they all bad? Okay, what do you think is a good touch then? Can you give me an example? Paul, can you show me? Stand up and show the church an example of a good touch. <laughs> Was that a good touch for you? Yes. How did you, how did you feel? Huh? How did you feel? <laughs> Kilig. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now, hold that picture just a minute, but I want one more example of a good touch. Um, Henry, would you show the church an example of a good touch? Okay, can you touch Polly? Wow, that's a good touch. Isn't that great? That's fantastic. So we understand, I think, the difference between good touch and bad touch. Remember, a bad touch will make you feel afraid, confused, dirty, guilty. Good touch makes you feel safe and happy and secure. Now, especially when it comes to teaching children about their bodies. It's extremely important. If you have children in your house, neighbors, submissions, whenever you deal with children, children need to learn at a very early age. They need to learn a couple of rules. And they need to have these rules for their own safety and protection. So they will grow up learning how to love properly. Many people today don't know how to love. They don't love uh, the opposite sex the same way they love the same sex. They don't know how to love their parents. They don't know how to love themselves even because they did not develop and learn properly as a child. So the first rule you'll teach children is the no-touch rule. The no-touch because you tell the children, uh, Anak, Okay, but that your body is God's gift to you and it's yours. No one else owns your body. That is your body. And no one has the right to hurt or violate your private parts. Everybody say private parts. <laughs> now, mommy, daddy, what's a private part? Well, Junior, look at this picture here. What are these children doing? They're swimming at the beach. What are they wearing? Bathing suit. 
Okay. Why are they different bathing suits? Well, because bathing suits cover our private parts. For the girls, there's a private parts here and here. For the boy, has a private part here, and both girl and boy have private part here. So you can see how simple it is that you teach children no touching private parts. Ever. Never. And if anyone uh, ever breaks the rule, then there's the second rule. The no secrecy rule. No privacy. No, no secrets. Because someone who will molest a child will usually tell them, Wag mong sabihin sa parents mo, ha? Secret natin yan, ha? I'll hurt you if you tell. It's your fault. And so the child will not know where to go for help. The child will not know who to turn to. Who can he trust? So parents and, and, and people tell the children ahead of time who they can trust. Who mommy and daddy trusts. And whenever or if ever anyone, family, friends, anyone will break the, the no-touching rule, you have to tell someone. It happened many times. In our ministry, many times. We've seen so many devastated children damaged in their soul, permanently destroyed their lives with bad memories, with dirty feelings, and they grow up and they then have all kinds of perverted sexual behavior or they cannot function well in a marriage because they have a lot of karga, baggage from the past bad touches. Are you with me? Ooh, it got quiet. Now, I know this is a sensitive subject, but I have to share this with you because it's so important that we love our bodies. And that we protect our bodies for purity and holiness. There are private parts that God has given us that should not be touched by other people. Except probably for children, if, if it's about cleanliness or health issues, that's different. You understand, you have to teach and you have to model for them the privacy. Children should have the, the right to privacy sa pagbibihis taking a bath, sleeping. Do you understand what I'm saying? Privacy for the body is very important. Because if someone is given a bad touch at a young age, they don't know how to process that. It damages their mentality. They don't know, am I a boy or am I a girl? They don't know, am I cheap? Am I, is my body public property? Is my, is my body for someone else's pleasure? They, they get a lot of screwed up thinking. So it's very, very, very sensitive how people are touched. But the things are singlehood. And I lived for 35 years as a single. I was married at 35. But I tell you, I, as a single young man, I needed to be touched too. I wanted the touch. I wanted the feelings of being held and caressed and touched. Come on, we all have this. It's a God-given need to be touched. But there's a God-given way to fulfill 
that need. So for the singles, let me share with you from my heart, and I believe this with all my heart, that the, the primary way that God has given for you to give and receive physical affection, touching, the, the need that you have for contact, bodily contact, to experience that love and that touch, the primary way that God has given you is to give and receive physical affection to your parents. To your mom and to your dad. Kiss your mother. <laughs> give your dad a big hug. Hold them. Hold hands. I walk in the shopping mall with my mom holding hands. And Bambi's on the other side. <laughs> and I got two great women with me. You see? But I have, in my experience... The thing that met my need for physical affection all the years of my singlehood was the touch of my mom, the kiss from my dad, the embrace from my parents. And you know what? It has a lot of... I'm not going to go all the psychology, but there's a lot of benefits there. It will develop confidence in you. Instead of chancing... <laughs> with somebody else you might be rejected and it will damage your confidence but with your mom with your dad hindi maaring reject kanila how even if you don't have good terms with your parents how many parents would refuse a hug or some affection from their children so the primary way friends listen singles even if your parents are not christian even if one of your parents is abroad find someone a parent uh, uh, or a parent figure if you don't have parents, a guardian and you give and receive affection to your parents. Fathers, mothers, would you like that if your kids came to you? Oh yes. But that is God's gift. That is God's way for singles to receive affection. Another way is through elderly. Okay? Elderly. You can hug and embrace the elderly. And uh, Nanay Polly is here volunteering. Today, for anyone, there's Tate uh, Jess, anyone who's retired, there's uh, Brother uh, Rolf there, and he's ready to, you know, you should uh, look to elderly and children. Children, that's why we encourage you, come with us for missions. The children will form a line, and one by one, you go on your knees and they will hug you. Next, hug you. Next, hug you. Next. And so, last week, one boy was hugging me. Kapit talaga siya. It didn't let go for how many? About one minute solid. It doesn't want to let go. And when you give that affection and that love, because some of these kids, that's their only hug the whole week. When we go on missions on Sunday afternoon, some of them don't receive hugs, don't receive good touches from their parents. But we go and we said. We want to carry the love of God to you and give you a good touch. And you know what? You give, actually, you receive it. Naren. Have you ever received a great hug from a kid who desperately needed your love and you gave him your love, but you will receive it all the more? Amen? You will receive it more. So don't ever touch someone in a bad touch. Always touch people with a good touch. Now, today I want to just minister to those of us here who had been 
uh, either the victim or the offender of a bad touch. There are, and I know there are many of you here. I know this. I, I know because I work with people morning till night every day. And I know there are many of you who have been touched in a, with a bad touch. Maybe it was a physical beating that, that you didn't deserve that kind of treatment. Maybe it was a, a sexual kind of touch and it left you afraid, confused. It made you feel uncomfortable, unsafe. And I just want to tell you today that if you have received a bad touch, the only way to be healed from that is to receive a good touch from God. To have that bad touch washed away by the healing touch of the Lord Jesus. And the Lord Jesus is present here today. And maybe you will say to Him, Jesus, I've got a wounded soul. I've got, a, I've got damage on the inside. The feelings that came from that touch were, were hurtful. Jesus, if you're willing... You can heal me. And today, Jesus is going to reach out. And He's going to touch you. And He's going to tell you, I am willing. Be healed. And you know, there may be also here, and you know, maybe nobody knows yet. It hasn't gone public, but maybe you know in your own heart. You have given a bad touch to someone. You hurt someone. You violated someone's private parts. You touched someone and maybe for you it was good. It felt okay for you, but you just don't realize the damage that you inflicted on the other person. The only way that you can be set free from the guilt and the shame and the damage is for you also to receive a healing touch from the Lord today. The touch from God can heal and change me. A touch from God can heal and change me. And just like the woman who came up behind Jesus, it, it, it wasn't that long of a touch. It didn't wasn't that hard of a touch? She just touched Jesus' clothes and was healed. Here's the three things. She was deliberate. Yung pasaja, kusa. She, number one, deliberate. Number two, she reached out. Shapa ang nag initiate. She reached out and she touched Jesus. And I want you to do that today. If you, want, if you want to have a heal, 
healing touch from God for whatever, whatever damage has happened in your soul, whatever memories, whatever hurts you have been, you know, maybe you were, you were beaten and, and, and treated unfairly. Maybe you were violated. Maybe you were even raped. Or maybe you were even taken advantage of. God can heal you with His touch. I want you to reach out to God today. And we're going if, to, if, if you need that touch from God, I want you to come here to the front. When we stand up in just a few moments, you come here and we're going to touch you. Okay? Maybe you're the one who offended, or maybe you're the one who was offended. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The past is the past, but you can be healed when we touch you today. And so we're going we're gonna to sing a, a prayer. We're going to sing a prayer today and ask Jesus to touch me. And as we sing this song, we stand up together. If you would like a touch from the Lord, you come here to the front and you're going to feel the hand of God touch and heal you. As we sing this song, ask the Lord to come and touch you. And if you need a touch from the Lord, just come forward. And Carmela and Seth and Aimee, Loli, Dang, AJ, Dada, some of the leaders here would be ready to touch you. And just not, it's not that complicated. They're just going to lay their hands on your shoulder or on your back or on your head. And you're going to receive that touch from the Lord. Don't leave here today without getting a touch from God to heal and restore. Where would I be? Without your love, where would I be without your presence? Where will I be without your touch? Where will I be without you, Lord? I'm going to ask now those of you who are going to touch people right now to move and go throughout the place and touch those who need a touch from the Lord right now. Where would I be without your love? Where would I be without your presence? Where would I be without your touch where would I be without you Lord touch me Lord touch me touch me Touch of the Lord is healing people today. 
touch today. We need your presence. Lord, we need a good touch from you. There's power in your good touch. There's power in your hands, in your healing hands. And Lord, I just pray that today your touch would heal the bad touches that we've had in our past. Your touch will heal the sexual abuse, the beatings, the hurtings, Lord, the, the touches that were questionable, the touches that made us feel uncomfortable and hurt, the touches that were manipulative, the touches that were dirty and made us feel guilty and made, made us very afraid. God, heal those touches and wash that touch away. Let Your good touch bring security and safety and comfort and, and purity to our lives. Father, let Your touch impart cleanliness pure motives. Lord, let Your touch heal us from the inside out. That Your touch would restore a healthy view of sexuality. That Your touch would restore to us the, the right perspective of affection and touching. Lord, that Your touch would empower us to give and receive affection in a pure way, in a healing way. Thank You, Lord that You are a touching person, that we can touch You today, and that You can touch us and restore everything that Satan has robbed us from, everything that Satan has stolen from us, Lord, that You restore that with Your healing touch. Thank You for Your hands. Thank You for Your touch. We receive that. Just use your own hands right now. You're a part of the body of Christ. Use your hands and just touch yourself right now. And let that represent the Lord loving you. The Lord loving you with the love language of a physical touch. Just put your hand on any part of your body that needs healing. Any part of your body that needs reassurance. Any part of your body that needs security and comfort. 
Thank You for that touch. Thank You that You love us, Lord. Thank You that Your plans are good towards us. Your motive is right towards us. And Father, uh, I just pray that we would touch others with the very touch of Jesus. Mga kapatid, if you need to repent today, God loves you. If you've molested someone, if you've abused someone, if you've beaten someone, if you've hurt someone with your hands, with your touch, right now in the very presence of God, He's inviting you that if we confess our sins, listen, no one is exempt from this. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that You forgive us for all the bad touches that we have done, the wrong things that we have done with our hands, the wrong touches, Lord. Forgive us and clean our hands so that our hands lifted to You will be holy in Your sight. Our hands lifted to You and our hands touching our loved ones will be encouraging, will be righteous and pure. Use my hands, Lord, to impart security and safety to people. Use my hands to bring comfort to others. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Look at someone and just say, touch me. <laughs> yeah, touch me. Amen, amen, amen. Touch me. Give someone a hug, a high five, a pat on the back. And just say, Jesus touches us. All right. Now, would you take your seats just for a moment? There's one more thing we need to do today. It's okay. Touch someone. Hey, God is healing people today. God is just healing us, healing our souls. Psalms 23 says, He restores my soul. Amen. He restores my soul. He restores my body even. Yes. Don't ever think that if you were abused, that's your fault. Don't ever receive that. God loves your body. And He wants you to love your body. God respects your body. And He wants you to demand that your body is respected by others. Amen? Oh, God is so good to us. You know, all of the trash and the dirt, but God restores it and brings back our virginity, brings back our purity. He brings back our holiness before Him. Wow! The blood of Jesus paid the price to have us cleaned in every way. Now, the thing about this, I want you to know something. God is very, uh, he's very much a spirit. Do you agree with that? You can't see God. You can't touch Him. But God has given us a gift that we can touch with our hands, that we can feel. And one of the gifts is water baptism. How many of you have been baptized in water? Isn't that great? You felt the water, did you? You felt it from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. You were immersed and that water touched you. But the other gift that God has given us, that's a physical thing that you can hold in your hand and touch with your feelings, and that's the bread in our communion, the Lord's Supper. I want you to distribute the bread and the wine right now. Come on, guys, move and give everyone a piece of bread. Take the piece of bread in your hand right now. Get a piece of bread. Come on, quickly. Pass the bread out. Pass the cup of wine out. This is a great thing that God has given to us. It's a beautiful symbol of His very body. 
You cannot touch the physical body of Jesus, but with this piece of bread that represents His body. Get a piece and hold it in your hand. Touch it right now. Okay. It's a bit soft. But Jesus said to His disciples on the night before He was, the night when He was uh, betrayed, and He said, take a piece of bread. Take this bread. He says, this is my body. He said, this will be broken. This is the body of Christ. Broken. Bruised. And abused for your behalf. Wow. The body of Christ was beaten and abused and hurt and violated and slapped for our benefit. You got the bread with you in your hand? You got the wine? Now, what I want you to do, don't, you don't have to eat it yet. If you ate it, it's fine, but... We're going to watch um, an interpretive dance right now. But the lyrics of this song are going to touch your heart. And during this song, I'm believing that God is going to touch you. Maybe no one touched you, Kanina, with their hands. But even if... God is going to come during this song and He's going to touch your heart. I guarantee, if your heart is open, if your mind is alert, God is going to touch your heart during this song. And when He touches you, you're already touching the, the bread that symbolizes Him. When your heart is touched, you eat the bread and drink the wine. Okay? Let's pray right now. Father, we thank You for Your bread. We thank You for Your body that is represented in this piece of bread that we can touch, that we will take in our teeth. It will be felt in our mouth. It will go down into our physical body and the wine that will come into our mouth. And we receive You and we exchange our broken lives for Your healing and Your restoration. Thank You for the sacrifice that You have done. In Jesus' name, Amen.